0: Hello students, welcome to study IQ's initiative, the podcast. I am your host, dipanch Murjani. Tighten your belts because it is time for the podcast of the day. In the last episode, we discussed the concept of citizenship and understood that constitution of India offers certain fundamental rights to its citizens. In today's episode, we will discuss about fundamental rights. All our new listeners for taking their preparation journey to another level can listen to our previous episodes. Sir, in this episode, we would like you to throw some light on fundamental rights and the provisions in our Constitution related to it.
1: The Constitution of India adopted on 26 January 1950 is the supreme law of the land and it provides for the fundamental rights of its citizens. These fundamental rights are enshrined in part three of the constitution and are considered to be the cornerstone of Indian democracy. They ensure that every citizen has equal rights and opportunities, irrespective of their caste, religion, gender, or economic status. Then the question arises: what are the fundamental rights? Fundamental rights are also referred as Magna Carta of India. Fundamental rights have been mentioned in part 3 of the Constitution as we have already mentioned and They ranges from article 12 to article 35 These are basic human rights guaranteed and protected by the Constitution. They are justiciable in nature thus they are defended and guaranteed by Supreme Court of India when if the fundamental right is being violated aggrieved person can directly move to Supreme Court And it is not necessarily by way of appeal it should however be noted that fundamental rights are not absolute in their nature as they are subject to reasonable restrictions in every case they exist to protect the liberty and freedom of people and it also promotes the idea of political democracy these are claims of citizens against the state They act as limitations on the tyranny of executives and arbitrary laws made by legislature. In Indian constitution, from article 12 to article 35, there are six set of segregations in fundamental rights. The first is right to equality, ranging from article 14 to 18. Second, right to freedom, from article 19 to 22. Third, right against exploitation, from article 23 to article 24. Fourth is right to freedom of religion from article 25 to 28. Fifth is cultural and educational rights, which are article 29 and 30. Sixth and last is right to constitutional remedies is article 32. Originally, there were seven fundamental rights enshrined in Indian constitution. However, right to property was deleted as fundamental right through the 44th amendment act 1978 it was made a legal right though under article 300a
0: sir we know that indian constitution provides certain fundamental rights to its citizens so we are curious to know that these fundamental rights are enjoyed only by the indian citizens or they are given to foreigners or people who are non-indians And if they are given to foreigners, then what are those rights?
1: There are some set of rights which are only and only available to citizens. These are as follows. The first prohibition of discrimination on the grounds of religion, race, caste, sex or place of birth under article 15. Under article 16 equality of opportunity in matters of public employment. So it means that no other foreigner can come and demand public employment in government of india or in the nation the third is under article 19 which says that six basic freedom subject to reasonable restrictions are there but these rights are only for citizens fourth under article 29 citizens gate fundamental right for protection of language script and culture of minorities so there will not be a foreigner coming to india and saying that his language or his culture should be protected as it is not his fundamental right and this right is only for indian citizens the fifth and last right which is enjoyed only by citizen is article 30 which is right of minorities to establish and administer educational institutions however there are certain rights rather I can say 11 rights which can be common for citizens as well as non-citizens. Those are namely Article 14 which says equality before law and equal protection of law. Article 20 which says protection in respect of conviction for offences. Article 21 protection of life and personal liberty, even foreigners in India have Protection of life and their personal liberty is being protected by fundamental rights. Article 21A which gives right to elementary education. Article 22 which gives protection against arrest and detention in certain cases. So, there are 11 such rights which are for foreigners and citizens as well.
0: In our Constitution, fundamental rights are defined under Part 3 from Article 12 to Article 35 but our first fundamental right right to equality starts from article 14 sir students are often confused between article 12 and article 13 so can you please clear our confusion when it comes to understanding these articles
1: article 12 defines the term what is state for the purpose of part 3 of constitution state includes the following elements under article 12 The first element under state is executive and the legislative organs of union government, state government and panchayats, municipalities and district boards are also given a title under state. The second element of the state are all other authorities, either statutory or non-statutory in nature. Third, most important elements of state are the Supreme Court has included even private bodies. Or agencies working as an instrument of the state to fall within the meaning of state therefore the term state has been defined in a wider sense to include all agencies of the government now let's look at what is article 13 article 13 provides the supreme court with the power of judicial review that means all laws inconsistent with or in violation of any fundamental right shall be declared void by Supreme Court. The term law in Article 13 also carries a wider connotation to include all legislations, which are in the nature of permanent or temporary, which can be statutory instruments, which can be orders issued by any executives, which can be bylaws, which can be regulations or notifications issued by anyone who is covered under state so supreme court in the keshwananda bharti case held that even constitutional amendments fall within the purview of law under article 13 and thus such constitutional amendments are also subject for judicial review similar powers as under article 13 supreme court gets power for judicial review and at the same time similarly powers are also vested in high court under article 226 However, the word judicial review is not mentioned in these articles.
0: Sir, now we want to understand our first fundamental right, that is, right to equality.
1: Right to equality starts with Article 14. Article 14 says that the state shall not deny to any person equality before the law or the equal protection of law within the territory of India on grounds of religion, race, caste, sex, or birth of place. Equality before law is the first element under Article 14, which has its British origin. It is a negative concept as it says that no person is above the law. Absence of any special privileges is mentioned. That means every person, irrespective of their social status, is subject to the jurisdiction of courts. The term equality before law is an element of the concept of rule of law. The second element of article 14 is equal protection of law, which Indian constitution got inspiration from American constitution. It is a positive concept which says that equal treatment should be given under equal circumstances. There can be discrimination between the groups, but not within the groups. Aims of welfare state require positive discrimination in favor of less privileged. The word any person denoted that the right is conferred to all persons, whether citizens or foreigners. Under Right to Equality, the next article is Article 15, which says, Prohibition of discrimination only on grounds of religion, race, caste, sex, or place of birth. In this article, the word only is very important to understand. However, the word only denoted that the discrimination on other grounds can be permitted. Let's understand why the only word has been mentioned in this article. With an example, we will try to understand. For example, there is a need to give special attention towards any group or minorities or any section of society there we have to discriminate between the larger section of the society and that section of the society which is in minority or which is in need for an upliftment so here we call it as a positive discrimination and it is an affirmative actions in common sensical name it is also known as reservation under right to equality the next article is article 16 which says equal opportunity in matters of public employment article says that no citizen can be discriminated against in matters of public employment on the grounds of only religion race caste sex decent or place of birth or residence there are some exceptions that parliament can provide for son of soil doctrine in certain subordinate services that means it has some provisions that parliament or lawmaking body can have a discrimination on the basis of where do you live this is because if you belong to a particular region and you should get a first priority to get a job in that region the next article under right to equality is article 17 which is abolition of untouchability untouchability is abolished and its practices in all forms is forbidden the constitution does not prescribe any punishment under this article therefore the Parliament have to enact a law which is untouchability offense Act 1955 which has subsequently been amended and renamed as protection of Civil Rights Act 1955 the term untouchability has not been defined in either of the Constitution or the Act according to the Supreme Court untouchability should not be understood in the literal or grammatical sense It has to be understood as the practices as it had developed historically. Rights of Article 17 are available against private individual and it is a constitutional obligation of the state that to ensure the rights are not violated by any individual. The next important article under right to equality is Article 18 which is about abolition of titles. This prohibits state from conferring title and prohibits citizens of India from accepting titles from any foreign state. It also prohibits foreign nationals under the employment of the state to receive any titles from any foreign state without the consent of the president. Under article 18 does not prescribe any punishment. However, there are some exceptions. Military and academic titles are still allowed. Awards like Bharat Ratna and Padma Bhushan are not considered as titles. Indian citizens are free to receive awards but not titles from foreign states.
0: Sir thank you for sharing some valuable information with us. Dear listeners, it is time to wrap up the podcast of the day. In the next episode we will continue our discussion of fundamental rights from right to freedom till then stay tuned with study iq keep studying you can listen to this podcast on various audio streaming platforms such as google podcast apple podcast hubhopper kuku fm spotify etc links are pinned in the comment section below you can click on the link and listen to our podcast Thank you.